Welcome to the Jack and Stacy Show, and I'm Stacy's son Clark, and here to tell you about it. There are two women wrestling with things of this broken and beautiful life. Each week, they will tackle a topic in a transparent, sometimes distracted, but always fun way that hopefully encourages and challenges you. They will break down each topic by looking at it through four lenses, ourselves, God, our people, and our community. They will then they will then give you a task to go forth with. Vaya con Dios. Welcome to the Jackie and Stacy show. I'm Jackie and I'm Stacy. And we are mid conversation about mental health and if you follow us on social media, you know that, um, or maybe you don't, but you maybe saw that we chose this topic um, not knowing that May is Mental Health Awareness Month, but, which is kind of crazy. It's just kind of a fun coincidence. Um, I don't know if fun's the right word. (laughs) (laughs) We're glad that we did. And um, we are approaching this topic as we approach all of them, but some definitely more than others with a lot of care and a lot of tenderness. And just knowing that we... um, we have very little to offer the conversation, except for the, the hope that just the conversation in and of itself um, moves the needle forward in terms of our ability to love each other and encourage each other and walk through hard times together, I guess. You know, like that's ultimately, I mean, Stacey and I talk about this all the time. We just want to love God and love others. And so one of the ways we do that is through our podcast and um so if we say anything that is wrong or offensive or that bothers you or rubs you wrong, we really want to hear from you um, because that's not our intent. Um, we we walk into this conversation tenderly um, with the goal of edifying and encouraging and learning together because um, we have a lot to learn. We know that. So that's where we are with this conversation. We've had two of the conversations already. We've looked at mental health through the lens of ourselves and through the lens of faith. And today we're going to talk about the third lens or talk through the third lens, which is our close relationships. And um, Stacey's going to lead us in that conversation. So Stace. Hi, everybody. This is my favorite topic always. <laughs> my favorite lens each month. Thank um, you. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why this is so hard for me. Um, I'm going to tell you about what should be one of my closest relationships. I don't know. We just talked about the word should last episode about how I could maybe use it a little bit less. So um, what I long for. How about that? I actually long for this close relationship. And I have recently, um, I may have talked about this in our past years, but it's May of 2023 and Mother's Day is coming up. Mother's Day, we're recording this episode before Mother's Day. So you would have all experienced Mother's Day. And here's how I imagine um, other people experiencing Mother's Day. Their mom has taken care of them super their whole life, their best friends, and they go out for coffee. And if they need somebody to pick their kid up from school, their mom's going to help them. And um, you know, they have a close relationship and I just, this is, this is my imaginary life that I don't have. Yeah. And Mother's Day is typically for me a very rough time. So I'm going to share this with you guys, um, because I'm preparing my heart right now. You'll be listening to this after Mother's Day. So feel free to, to 
check in on me, okay? This is me telling you that I struggle big time on Mother's Day. Um, and I don't know if other people do oh, or for not. Sure. I'm sure some people do. And obviously, I do not intend to heap any like shame or anything on people who love Mother's Day and have a wonderful time celebrating their mom and or know how to celebrate themselves even if they are a mother. Um, but I, I bring this up because this is just an area that I super duper struggle. And it's because I don't have a very great relationship with my mom, if any. And um, so when Mother's Day rolls around, I just I don't know what to do. And I, I find myself um, not doing what I'm doing right now is asking for help and telling you guys where, where I'm at so that, um, a, I can prepare my own heart and B, maybe I could get some help if I ask for what I need. Yeah. And these are, these are two things that, um, have helped me in close relationships and managing my own, um, mental struggles. And in our very first episode, we talked about mental health being, um, like social, emotional, and psychological mm, yeah. stuff. And so what my brain does is tells me some things like, oh, this is how things should be, Stacy," or gosh, you have it great. Maybe you shouldn't complain about whatever. Lots of shoulding. Um, but the truth is, is that I long for like a mother-daughter relationship. Yeah. Um, I long to be, oof, this is real raw right now. Cause I did have like a big, um, like crying moment today. I haven't really cried for a long time and I did earlier today. And I think part of it was that I'm exhausted. Part of it was just some other stuff dug up. Um, and something that dug up was that I just sort of feel like an orphan mm. a lot. And so this close relationships have always been hard for me. Um, and so what I want to talk about is not just like, here's Stacy's sad story. No. Um, but here are a couple of things that I have put into practice to help manage what is all still hard for me and may always be hard. Um, because I just, I don't have that relationship. And so I'm not going to get one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to have it. Um, and so it's like a constant mourning, I think, of a reoccurring loss, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I think does that so. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it totally does, Stacey. And you know, it's interesting. I just watched a TikTok about, um, between Oprah and Brene Brown, talking about how to show up for your friends when mm-hmm. they are um, feeling feeling a loss like you're feeling right now and so I'm like digging deep to try to uh, like I want to show up for you the right way in this moment and but I don't remember what they said except for just for me to say to you that like I'm sorry that I'm really really just sorry that you don't have that in your life and and you deserve it like you Mm. it's it's not okay that you don't have it and also like you're enough and and I want to walk through that pain with you you know Mm -hmm. just I, I can't really understand it I don't want to pretend to understand it but I just want to thank you for sharing it and when you're vulnerable like that I think it just matters it matters um it matters to the people around you and that's how you feel too so I'm just really sorry and I think you're amazing and oh thank you 
And now I'll go after we're done, I'll go watch that TikTok again. And then I'll look at all the ways that I messed that up. And I'll, <laughs> I'll call you back and I'll try to fix it. <laughs> There's no way to mess up. There's no way to mess up. Oh, but I want to share the two things that I have. So really three things is one, okay. I'm sad because I don't really have a mother-daughter relationship. Yeah. Um, with my own mother. And um and it's like I said, it's something reoccurring. And oftentimes it's my annual like uh deep dive into pity part. It just just it bubbles up, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Mother's Day is always a rough one for me. And because I just don't know what to do with it. I don't know. Yeah. So anybody who's got some good ideas. Um, one of my counselors told me once to ask some ask someone in my life to kind of like be a mother figure for me. And I was like, heck no, I would never ask anybody. That sounds so desperate and so ridiculous. And, you know, she worked with me quite a bit to say, well, you feel like an orphan and it's okay to ask people for what you need. Um, And so one of the thing, the, the two things are one is to be able to identify and say, okay, I do struggle with this. Yeah. And to, to share it to some extent, right? It's not like I'm at the grocery store and somebody goes, happy mother's day. I'm like, well, actually, (laughs) let me tell you, (laughs) you know, that might not be an appropriate space for that. Right. Um, but here I am letting you all know that because this is what Jackie and I do is we let you in. Um, and because we know that at least I, I have found that when I can be vulnerable, um, to some extent, other people can, will meet me there. Totally. And that's kind of the second part of it is then being able to identify what I need. Cause it's hard. Well, I need a mom. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. That's not, that one's not going to work necessarily. Um, but I've always, um, been pulled towards like when I babysat for people, I always just like admired certain moms, you know, I, i I observe I'm, I'm an observer. And, um, so I've been able to like see and learn how to become a mother, which was a huge fear for me when I found out I was having a daughter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was like, no way I for sure should have been a boy mom. Cause I don't know what to do. Um, and then the second part is the asking for people to help you in specific ways and, or asking for what you want. Um, And so, but I think that, and you can tell me, Jackie, would you think that's true in like all close relationships is to be able to like say how you're feeling yeah, and then to ask for what you want? (laughs) Is is that applicable in in all relationships, like spouse relationships, siblings? So what do you think? I think so. Yeah. It rings true for me. Yeah. Um, just the reason you're hearing hesitation in my voice is I'm not sure I'm very good at that yet. Oh, uh, yeah. But. Yeah. And- well, well, it's difficult because what happens is, um, is that sometimes saying how you feel leads to some conflict. Or and, disappointment. Or disappointment. Or it sounds like um, I'm sad about this thing. And then the other person gets real defensive. Right. Like, how dare you telling me this or that? Right. And, um, you know, that's, that's difficult. And, um, and I think that, uh, well, I, 
in, in this topic, I wanted to bring up that I was listening to somebody, you know, how the internet is, I, but I don't even remember who it was. It was some Olympic coach was kind of training an, an athlete and sharing that they were like, oh, you know, I'm, I just don't feel great today or like whatever. And the coach shared the rule of thirds, which I found really interesting. So I kind of looked it up a little and it's the rule of thirds is that like a third of the time you, you might feel great. Yeah. And a third of the time you're going to feel like, okay. And a third of the time you're going to be like struggling, like really brutal times <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and if any of those thirds are off, then you know that either you're not, not pushing hard enough. This is for an Olympic athlete, right? You're like not pushing hard enough, or maybe you're just unaware, or maybe um, like if everything's good all the time, well, and everything's kind of easy for you. Well, you weren't really, you're not going to progress either in life. And I, I heard that and I know it was for athletes, but I kind of thought, um, gosh, is that true in close relationships? I mean, are we aiming for like a hundred percent good times or is it going to be like, okay, a third good times, a third, eh, all right. And then a third kind of struggle. Well, whether it's true or not, I feel like that could be kind of a healthy place to layer expectations because then we're less disappointed, (laughs) right? (laughs) which is a big piece of happiness and mental health is not, you know, when we're not feeling disappointed. Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. Like that expectation. Let's go with it. Right. The rule of thirds. Could you, could we apply it to mental health so that we can all be like, um, gosh, you know, because my issue and many of us probably with social media is kind of like, gosh, everyone's life looks perfect. Everybody's life looks great all the time. And that's their one third maybe, or even just the highlight reel, which we've discussed before. Yeah, for sure. Um, And to think that, oh, those are my, I should, everything should be awesome all the time in my close relationships. Well, no, that's probably not realistic. Um. Anyway, <laughs> I'm now I'm kind of wondering how I was tying this in. <laughs> That's okay. We don't need to tie up. But it's, we I may not need to tie that up. But consider. that rule of thirds, I think, kind yeah. of helped me to be like, okay, what if yeah. I'm identifying what I'm struggling with here in my close relationship? Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not sharing with you guys like the highlight reel right now. I'm sharing with you guys the struggle part. Right. For me, and it, but it's not something um, that is always occurring. I am not always experiencing the heightened awareness of my lack of a mother-daughter relationship that I'm experiencing right now. Right. And I think that's something that I, um, I think is important for me to remember is that I'm not always going to feel like this all the time. That's a big one in mental health for me is remembering that whatever it is, that whatever valley you're currently in, it will end. It will go away. Mm-hmm. It's big. Yep. Um, so, so part of sharing is like, okay, well, I'm feeling like this right now, but it doesn't mean it's a, the other, someone's fault. Right. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean, cause I don't even truly, it's not really even my mother's fault. I, she, she's capable of what she's capable of. And we're just different people and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I need to hear all the details, but, um, you know, it's, it just is right now. It just is what it is. And, and also I'm sad about it. Right. (laughs) Okay. 
so there we go. I did the step one, you guys. I shared. I got some perspective of the rule of thirds. So I'm managing my expectations a little bit. And I know that this is a season of this, of me experiencing these heightened emotions. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so the second part is for me to be able to identify. And, and again, hopefully this is like applicable to other close relationships. But the second part is to be able to identify what it is that I, that I need. And this is my struggle on Mother's Day ah, for yeah. me to, okay, what do I need now? And what can I ask for? Um, maybe I've shared that when I was a kid, I remember one specific birthday when I woke up, went out to my house and my dad was likely awake because he always woke up super early to watch like C-SPAN or something exciting. <laughs> and he would be sitting in his chair and I would come out, maybe another sibling or two would be awake and nobody said happy birthday to me. Yeah. Nobody, it was just like, good morning, whatever, if they said anything. And I went back into my closet and I sat in my closet and I cried and cried and cried and cried. Um, didn't we sing that song? One of these songs, nobody likes me. Everybody, everybody hates me. I'm going to eat some worms. Yep. Some worms. Yep. And, um, because I didn't know how to say it's my birthday. Um, Hey guys, where's my cake? Or could you make me breakfast? Or, Hey, could you guys, I didn't know how to ask for what I needed and I didn't get what I needed. And also you were a child. So that's a little bit different, you know, it is different, but I've learned now. And if any of you guys know me, you will know that I will prep you by September 13th. I'll be telling you one month till my birthday. <laughs> I like diamonds and I like Range Rovers. And you know, like chocolate. And I don't like chocolate, you know. And <laughs> But really just to say, I now know how to ask for what I want. And so I tell people, it's my birthday today. Or I'll wear a sash or something, a button yep. that tells them. Yep. So I'm not disappointed. If I tell people, then I've helped them. I'm not going to sit and wait for people to guess what yep. I want. Yeah. And I do that. I do plenty of that. You do. do you think, how do you, how do you think that, you, are you able to ask people, Jackie, for what you want, like on your birthday in your close relationships? Do you tell all the people, do you make the plans or do you like, oh, the birthday? are other a- people around you good at making plans? No, the birthday is a tough one for me. Um, still, I don't, um, I would way rather celebrate everyone else in my life. Um, it's really tough for me to, um, have it be about me. So like one of the ways I deal with that is on my 50th birthday. Um, I guess that's kind of what I did. I just, I just planned, um, it was COVID and I just planned a bunch of hikes with all sorts of different people in my life. I did 50 miles with 50 people, um, when I turned 50. And so I think sometimes I try to control it in an effort to not be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, but I'm not sure that's quite as healthy as what you're suggesting, which is to ask what you need for what you need. Well, but- I think it's the same thing. You did the 50 hikes. I, I don't see how it's really that different. Yeah, I think, I think it's not quite as healthy. I wish it were. I wish I could say it were. I am, I will say this. I am actually better at that with my close people with like my mom, my dad has passed as we know, my mom, my 
husband and my kids, I have gotten good at saying, because it was that same birthday where I said, I feel, I've, I've told this story before, but I want everything clean at once. Like I want a cleaning lady to come. I want the cars all to be washed. I want all my family to be showered. I want the dog to be groomed. I want all the laundry to be done and the lawn to be mowed and all of it at once. I know it'll only last for like, I don't know, 20 minutes. <laughs> but it was like pure magic and we did it we or they orchestrated they did most of it I'm not even sure I did any of it actually but um and it was amazing and lovely um so I am definitely much much better at that with my family now than I used to be it's a little harder with me for me now with friends to do that um maybe that's my next step in my growth wow yes I think so. Okay. And, and how I think this ties into mental health is that we've talked about being able to manage, you know, social, emotional, psychological. So for me, it's about helping me learn how to um, identify my emotional state and ask for what I want so that I can... Um, I don't know if control is the right word, but really, if you've met me also, that's what I really would like to do is control things, um, is to really control my mental state probably too. Hmm. I think. I, I, I like this cause I, like, as I reflect a little bit, like I, you know, age almost 53, kind of do know the things that I need in my life to be mentally healthy. I mean, I really mm -hmm. do. I, I mean, short of like a crisis, right. Or like a really big trauma or loss, but just like on a daily, I kind of know the things now that, that, and I am actually pretty good at, at just taking those things. <laughs> good for you. So I'm pretty good at saying, I still have a lot of friends who, you know, um, will say like, wait, you do what? And so I'll say like, I'm not, I'm not doing anything for the family today. Like you guys are on your own for food. I just need a down day and I'm going to like just do the things that I need to do, whatever that is. Maybe some days that's, I mean, this is not that often, but every once in a while, I'll just need a day, like literally to just be in bed all day, you know, mm. maybe wander down and get some snacks, but um, I just that need, you know, and I'll take it and I don't feel bad about it because if you're going to do it, well, I feel bad about it because then it just ruins it. Right. But um, so in my, in my, I mean, somewhere along in my 40s, I got really good at just saying what I need in terms of my mental health. And um, I'm not perfect at it, but I'm much, much better than I was when I was 20, 30, you know, years old. Yeah. So, so yeah. that's one of those advantages of getting older. You know, there are yeah. a handful for sure. <laughs> True. Yeah, I think for for me, I, I think I struggle a little more because it's not something that I don't know if I struggle because I have a lot of downtime now that I don't have my kids yeah. half of the time. Yes. Gosh, talk about a mental health struggle. Yeah. I'm not going to go there right now, but, okay. um, but I will say that I, in my big emotional ball of crying earlier, I, um, part of what I uncovered was also that I just, I want to be like taken care of. And I think that was something that I, it, it didn't, I didn't know that that's what I was lacking really it's because I am alone a lot and I am, but I'm like a big, strong, powerful, independent woman. Right. And I felt so foolish being like, you know what I want is a mom. I wish I had a mom. Yeah. 
and I wish I had, or just somebody that would just like take care of me. Yeah. Like there's too many things to do right now and I'm feeling overwhelmed and I'm, there's just too much. And, and it's not really, I'm actually like on a break from school for a while. I mean, I start up again this week, my last, um, semester of law school. Um, but that's a lot, it's a lot to do. And, um, and that was part of it. And what was I, one thing I want to say is that I didn't know what I was doing, but I cried and cried and cried and Russ, he just like held on to me and I was crying. Like, I do not like crying like that in front of people. It's so embarrassing to me to be that raw and that full of boogers. I mean, honestly, it was like, I was like, I can't breathe. <laughs> and I was so stuffy. And he like wrapped his arms around me and was like, it's, I was like, it's so gross. It's, uh, I'm just, but I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop crying. I don't know. Some oh. floodgate opened and it was not, um, pretty and um but it was very nice to be comforted Mm. so you know I will say that sometimes I do get that even though it's not like my mother or whatever right I was I was comforted today and I'm very grateful for that um and I didn't even know to ask for that necessarily. Right. I was doing the first thing, which was kind of unintentionally and uncontrollably sharing how I was feeling. <laughs> and, but I was met with compassion and care and concern. Right. And that was, that was very nice. Lovely. So, um, you know, people can, can show up for you, even if it's not like, you know, what I was thinking was, you know, my dad has died. My mom's not there for me. I feel lonely and I'm too much is happening and I need help. Um, so I just wanted to share that I, that I got some help. So that's the full story that I want everyone to know. Cause it's yes, Stacy's sad life of <laughs> not really having a mom, but also that I can reach out and I can, I can ask for what I want and I can get it. That's from awesome. it's beautiful other, other people yeah and um and i have i mean jackie can you even think of all the amazing close relationships that have provided that for you yeah. um, and and sometimes i think that maybe that's even the third thing that has helped me in like man I don't want to say managing, but yeah, managing my mental health or maintaining or grasping back at my mental health in close relationships is the third thing is remembering and like looking back. Cause sometimes we do feel like, you know, I mentioned like when I first start feeling something, I just, uh, I'm probably going to live here forever now. This is just how I feel. This is my whole life. I'm never going to stop crying. These are going to come out of my nose. Like, yeah. This is just where I live now and, and it's not true. And so when we can get to another place, gosh, that's what I want us to do. That's what I want where I want us to think of is thinking about a time when you did ask for what you want and you got it. When you ask somebody in your close relationship to help you because you felt lost or overwhelmed or sad or like an orphan 
can you think of a time when, I mean, there's, there's probably hundreds and hundreds of times um, where someone has just shown up for you. And I think that's a really important piece. Um, can you think of one you'd like to share, Jackie? Um, or would you like me to? silence in podcasting um i'm sure there are a thousand and right now nothing is coming to my mind okay so i i have shared before but i want to also talk about my friend um jamie baloo and i want are you allowed to say first and last names on a podcast i don't know i'm, I'm only <laughs> I, I don't think she'll care i think you're good. <laughs> um so jamie um when I was first going through my divorce and I was just like devastated, so devastated. And I know I've shared this also before, but I would like to thank her again publicly is that I, another time when I was (laughs) full of boogers and just, I mean, I would just be in a ball and she so many times just like came, showed up for me, rubbed my back, just listened to me sob and sob and sob and sob and so I want to remember all the people of close relationships that have shown up for me when I was just unable I was just unable yeah that's beautiful and I'm just I'm so grateful yeah and so I got to experience that kind of a love today and I want to thank Jamie and my friend Joanna who showed up for me similarly Jackie I know you have shown up for me so this is just a gratitude that's the gratitude at the end is love it um and i'll share this quote that you can take with you all as you remember what those who have shown up for you um and the quote is gratitude turns what we have into enough and more Mm. there's our quote Amen. So I want you guys to take it at the end of each episode. We have something called our via con Dios, which is our go, our little action step. And so yours and mine and our challenge this week is to go out and remember the times when you have been at a loss and people showed up for you, your close relationships. They held you maybe, or they helped you. They gave you food. They provided something for you that you needed. Um, picked up your, I mean, little things to big things, you name it, remember those because there are people helping us through all the time. Love it. I, for one, am very grateful. Me too. Thanks for being here with me today, Jackie. Thank you. Stay some via con Dios.